Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Happy Ever After Show. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to talk about scalability, which is a question that I got from someone when I first started doing the show, and they wanted to know, they wanted me to talk about that. And so I'm going to talk about that, the depth of which I know today, and leave you with a place to at least go with that. So I'm excited to talk about that topic because there's a lot of things to consider when you're thinking scalability. And it's good to think about that in your business because you want to know where you're going. That's part of the clarity piece. There's a couple of things I want to talk about before we dive into today's topic of scalability and how to get clear on how to go forward with that in your business. And the first thing is, is that next week's episode is going to be a special episode where I interview one of my clients, and her name is Amanda. And I'm so excited for you to get to hear her story because it's just a testament to when we step back and we get really clear about what we want, the path totally appears. You know, Amanda was pushing, pushing, pushing in a business she was trying, trying, trying to do and wasn't having success. And she came to the workshop and got really clear about the life she wanted, which is what I talk about all the time. And we just left all of the business aside. You know, I just asked her, I said, can you just leave that outside? We'll script around it. We'll get clear around it. But just let's focus on the life that you want to be living. And it wasn't just a couple of days after she got back and she got an opportunity for entrepreneurship that has actually been right under her nose the whole time, but she didn't see it. The other people involved had no clue. You know, they couldn't see it because she wasn't lined up for it. She was lined up with being this person who was pushing and struggling and trying and things weren't working out and who was, you know, had this list of things to do for this business that she thought was going to give her the life she wanted. But when she stepped back and she got really clear on that life, she came into alignment with that. And other people in her life could see like, oh, this is the answer. So I'm excited for you to hear her story because so often what we want and the ability to do what we want is right under our noses, just like in Amanda's case. And I can tell you, like I've been working with Amanda for a couple years. I did individual coaching with her off and on before she did the workshop. And this opportunity, like I didn't know was there. She didn't know was there. Like we've never discussed it before. But when she got super clear about what she wanted, it appeared. And this this happens all the time. Everything that we want is already around us. We just don't see it because we're not lined up, because we're not being that person, because we don't have that clarity of vision. So you want to make sure to tune in next week and hear Amanda's story because it's awesome. And I'm so excited that she was able to share it with you and, you know, just share the whole journey with you. And so listen and, and just take away, you know, she has some great tidbits about, you know, trying and pushing and how to not do that. And so I'm excited for you to get to hear from her next week. So make sure to tune into that episode. And before we jump into it, I just wanted to say this is the last episode that that I'm recording from my current home. 
So I've just taken a break from packing and to come and bring you this show about scalability. And I'm just excited because the next time that you hear the show after Amanda's, that will be coming live from what I have called, am calling the Enchanted Palace, which is my new place at the Four Seasons. If you don't know what enchanted means, it means magic. It means to add magic to, and that's what I'm known for. And that's what I help people do with their lives is really add that magical piece of clarity because clarity is what really creates that magic of, like I just said, seeing what was right around all the time, what was right under your nose and you just couldn't see. So I will be coming to you shortly live from the Enchanted Palace. And I'm very excited about that. Thank you for all the warm wishes that I've had along the way. I've heard from so many of you that you love hearing about the journey to the Four Seasons. And, you know, it really is important to my business. Like that move says I'm a different businesswoman. And that's what I teach about. Get clear and then step into that person. And that's exactly what this move is about. So thank you all for being on the journey and for just being so encouraging and supporting and celebrating with me on Facebook. If you haven't found me on Facebook, just look up Spiral Up or Cassie Parks and you'll be able to find me and follow me and let's connect there. So, all right. Oh, and when you are hearing this, just want to make sure that you know, so I am the author of the month for Difference Press, which means that I'll be doing a, a webinar and there'll be a variety of things going on about my story and my journey in business and, and how writing books has played a part in that. So follow me so that you can get that information if you're interested in writing a book. But also each week, the month of April, I am doing giving away one of my books for free. So this week is Money Mindset for a Champagne Life, which is my first Amazon bestseller. And so if you just search Money Mindset for a Champagne Life, as long as you're in the Monday through Friday, they're going to be free the first week in April. So when you're listening to the show, you should be able to just pop on and grab that book. And if you're not, if it's past the time when it's free, you can also email me and I'll give it to you for free. But that's a sign that you want to sign up and subscribe on iTunes so that you get the latest episode when it's available so that you can take advantage of things like this, like getting Money Mindset for Champagne Life for free. So just encourage that. Again, all you have to do is go on Amazon and search Money Mindset for Champagne Life and the ebook should be $0 for the first Monday through Friday, that first week of April, which is when this show comes out. So Good news. I'm excited to talk about scalability today. This is a question at first when I was looking through some of my notes when I first started the show, I put it out to a couple of my communities and I said, what would you guys love to hear me talk about in terms of entrepreneurship and things like that? And somebody had wrote scalability. And that's not a topic that I would normally <laughs> think that's not my expertise. That's why I haven't talked about it till now. But I was looking at it this week and deciding what show am I going to do and that's what popped out at me on this list of, of things and ideas that I have of what people would love me to talk about. And if there's something that you would love me to talk about, just email me, Cassie at CassieParks.com, and I will add it into the rotation of the show, and I'll, I'll talk about it and get it on the show. But so scalability. And scalability is an interesting thing because in the beginning, you know, there's some sort of a lot of times what I see in a lot of entrepreneurs is that there's this sort of fear that their business will grow too big for them to handle. And so a lot of times we play small because that's an underlying fear that's going on is like, but what, I don't want, I don't want to lose my life. I don't want this, you know, like I want, you know, I want 10 clients, but I don't want 20 clients, you know, and there's this fear that if I get 10 clients, I'll automatically get 20 clients. 
And I think there's some important information there. The truth is, like, momentum builds momentum. So when you do have momentum, there could be the possibility that 10 clients turn into 20. Now, that's always your choice. So when we're talking about scalability and everything today, remember that it's always your choice. You get to choose what you want. You get to choose how to create your business. I promise you can create your business however you want. And it can work for you. but So I think that that's one of the places, I don't know exactly where this question came from, but I know that comes up in entrepreneur's head because I've heard them tell me that on uh, when we get on the phone together. And so it's not about stopping it or making sure that that works. It's about getting clear about, again, that life you want to live and knowing that then you create the business that fits in that container. Now, if you don't get clear on the life you want to live, you're just like, oh my gosh, I want the biggest business ever, everything. I want a thousand clients. I want this, I want that. Without that clarity of vision of what you want your life to look like, that's where you can run into maybe some trouble. That's the nicest word I could say right there. But it's where because you don't have a container to hold that excited, that growth, that momentous energy. But if you design the life first, then that's the container that holds your the growth of your business and the scalability piece. And that's why it's so important to get clear. It's why I'm I'm preach it all the time because clarity number one is what made the difference in my life when I got really clear about what I wanted in everything. Like how much time did I want to be spending on work? What did I want my life to look like? How much money did I want to be making? And I started stepping into those things. I started becoming the person who was living that life. That's when my business took off. That's when everything started to happen in such an amazing way because I knew the life I was living and I knew how my business fit into that. And the the magical thing that happens when you know that is that those fears burst about, oh my gosh, I'm going to get too big oh my gosh, I'm going to get this. You know, I just, and I have proof of this. Like just last week or a couple weeks ago, I was looking at some business numbers and some things like that. And just because of the way my business is working, how successful it is, I can actually work with less clients. And that was awesome to me because it was like, oh, like, I mean, I felt really good about the number of clients and I felt good about the number that was on paper and the number I was planning. And actually it was the number of participants in my workshop. And when I said, oh, my gosh, like I can cut some of the workshop numbers in half and work with half as many people and, you know, be able to go even deeper with them and and support them even greater and just give them a more intimate experience. Oh, my gosh. Like it just felt good. I felt really good about what I had planned out for the year, but I felt even better when that became clear. And I don't think that would become clear if I hadn't created that container first of that clarity. Because I know what I want. I know, you know, what kind of business I'm creating. And I'm, I am. I'm building on that momentum. That momentum is faster than expected. Just like is sort of that fear I talked about at the beginning. Only it's not a fear for me. It turns into, oh, cool. That's what this momentum means. Because I have that clarity of vision and my life. Like I already created that clarity. So there's a container for what I want to do. So when that momentum builds, I know how to shift and change my business plan to both honor that momentum and stay within that container of my vision, which is juicy and fabulous and awesome and such a better place to be than sitting there being like, oh my gosh, if I do all this stuff and everything takes off, I'm going to be overwhelmed and won't have time for anything and won't be living my life and I'll end up hating my business, right? 
It's totally different. And I credit that to being clear about the life I wanted to live and to honor, you know, stepping into that life. So like I said, when the momentum started to build, what I saw was the opportunity like, oh, I can just scale back a little bit. And that's awesome. That feels really good to me. Instead of having that fear of like, how am I going to keep up with like how great my business is going, right? So that's awesome. And that's why when we're talking about scalability, really getting that clarity of what you want your life to look like is important and and the foundation of that. So once you are clear about what you want, and, the, and here's some things to consider in that clarity process. Let me put these out there for you. Like, how do you want to be serving the world? When we're thinking about scalability. How do you want to be serving? You know, do you want to be serving a thousand clients, sort of making these I don't want to call them surface level changes, but these moment to moment changes, helping them change a direction for a moment and hoping they stay on that path and keep going more short term where your engagement with them is a shorter term. You know, what do you want in terms of that? What outcomes do you want to see in those that you are serving? Do you want to be in it and see the changes in their life? Or do you want to just like get a, you know, a testimony at the end? It's like, oh my gosh, my life is different. Both are awesome, it's, but it's about what you want and what's going to feed your soul. And again, this is part of that clarity piece. And then how much time do you want to be working in your business? And the other thing to consider when you think about this is leaving space for growth. Because like we talked about, when that momentum builds, as you grow, there's going to be more for you to do as the head of your business. There's going to be things that you can pass off for sure to a VA or some other member of your team. But there's going to be things that and opportunities that come up for you, and you want to leave space and time for those. So you want to have things that it's like, oh, I do this now, but you could easily pass off to someone else. Or you want to just have extra space in your schedule so that those juicy things can come in so that every single day isn't scheduled 100% and there's all these things you have to do. Leaving space for scalability and growth is important in your schedule. Again, I know that leaving space in my schedule is part of what's gotten me to here. You know, I take Wednesdays off. I think I talk about that in the time management episode, but Wednesdays are my day off. And my business wouldn't have grown because I would have been afraid like, oh my gosh, there's too much. I'm too stressed. I'm too this without Wednesdays off. Like if I was still working Wednesdays and I hadn't changed my schedule so that there was more space in it and there was more freedom for me and there was a juicy day off in the middle of the week for me, I don't think that my workshop idea would have surfaced because there wasn't space and room for it. And that's the cornerstone of my business now. And honestly, one of the my favorite things to do, I mean, my favorite thing, absolute favorite is to work with my year-long group, but second to that is running the workshop. And it's only, it's not really even second. I love them both really equally, actually. But because it's getting to do what I love, right? It's not, I like the business stuff. I like writing my newsletter. I like stuff like that. But what I love doing is serving my clients in either the workshop or working with them in the year long. And so I wouldn't be getting to do part of what I love if I hadn't left space for it. And I know like if I was stressed out and worried that momentum and I would be too busy and all this, I know that workshop wouldn't have come about the way it came about. I wouldn't have got the idea. I wouldn't have tried it out. But I was able to, and now it works awesome because I always have a Wednesday off. So I have a Wednesday off before I go and give everything I've got in a weekend. And then when I come back, you know, I have a couple days that I'm working and then I have a day to refuel again, you know, from giving everything that I have in that workshop because that's what I do. So 
it's just important to like plan that space in there for growth and for that scalability, leaving room to scale up and get bigger. Because I'm assuming that's what the question meant. It's like, how do I take my business to a higher level and make more money? <laughs> because like, and, and affect more lives, right? That's what we want to do, serve more clients and make more money. And trust me, your business is so much more fun when you're making money. It just is because you can give to your clients more. You know, you don't worry so much about certain things. Like, you know, I'm always like this week, I've actually been thinking uh, my year-long clients get to come out and they get to have like, it's not a housewarming, but it's like a kickoff at the Enchanted Palace at the Four Seasons. And so I've been thinking about, okay, what are we going to do? And one of the things I'm thinking about is like, okay, how much, like, what am I going to give them? What investment wise in terms of, I know what I'm going to give them in terms of my heart and my soul and who I am. I'm going to pour into them in that way. But I also want to create an experience for them, you know, an experience that they're not going to have elsewhere. And so part of that takes part of some of the things that I want to do, take an investment of money. And the more money that's coming into my business, the more freedom I feel like I have to just give when I want to give and give when it feels good. And that doesn't have to be what you do, but I love the idea. I'm like, okay, how can, what can I do? Like, you know, and I've given myself a budget and I'm playing with, okay, how am I going to make this one of the best experiences that they've ever had that supports their future self? And because business is so good, like there's extra money that isn't being allocated yet. And so I can pour that into them and that's fun. And so that's another reason why it, business is more fun when you're making money because you have more options and you can pay more people and you can give them bonuses when they do a good job and all of these things you know when you're serving you have to fill yourself up first and I'm getting a little bit off topic but I think this is important in the scalability conversation when you are serving people and that's the core of your, the business that you're doing you have to fill yourself up first and one of the ways is by making sure that there's enough money to eat and get a massage and Drive the car you want to drive and do the things that you want to do. Go to the beach when you want. All of those things are important. And it's important to fill yourself up. So making money in business, especially when you're serving people, is important. And that clarity helps with that. So that's important in talking about scalability. So let's talk about the three sort of types of scalability that I was able to put together in my mind. And it's all about your business system. You know, and you do, you want to have a system that's set up for scalability. So I always think there's always the traditional funnel that has like seven layers where you get somebody in a free thing and then they buy something for $7 and $49 and $130 and then $500 and then $1,000. And so the scalability piece, I think if that's what you choose, if that, which is totally fine. And if you want to choose that, if that sounds juicy to you, find somebody who's really good at that. Really good, not just okay, but find the person who can walk you through all the steps to make that work. That's what's going to give you scalability. So the funnel has to be working. Like if it's seven layers, all the layers have to be working. And you have to test that and you have to make sure they're working. And then that funnel is easier to scale. Like you can put more people at the beginning in order to scale more and more. Once it's working, once you know that every step is working, it's getting what you want. If what you're looking for is more clients and more money, you just you feed the beginning of the funnel. You just put more, you get more people to get the free thing. And and you just keep pumping people into the bottom of that funnel. Or I guess the top of that funnel is what most <laughs> marketers would call it. The wider part of the funnel is where you're getting more and more people in. And so in order to scale that business, you go get more traffic. 
you go get more people, you introduce yourself to more people, whether that's, you know, getting Facebook ads or whether that's being more active in Facebook groups or whether that's being on LinkedIn or that's buying Google ad traffic, whatever that is, you just put more people into the beginning of that funnel in order to scale that bigger. Now, if there's something big at the bottom of that funnel that requires your time, if it's a more of a one-on-one service or it's, you know, something that you're giving your time and not just a product, then you have to make sure that there's enough time for you to serve those clients that are coming in if you feed more traffic at the top and therefore more clients filter in. You want to, again, make sure that you have the time to do that. And if the time doesn't meet, you know, let's say, okay, well, I have this income goal, but it doesn't meet this amount of time. You just have to look at it and say, all right, do I want more clients? And then it might be the answer might be to raise your price. If you are oversubscribed with clients and you have more than enough clients, that might be time to raise your price. You're doing something right. So that's one way to build in that scalability is like every time if, if your ideal is, you know, 20 one-on-one clients or 20 clients, whatever, in whatever capacity, and every time you get to 20, you raise your prices, that's a good way of scalability. You know you're worth it. You, if you're getting results and you feel good about it, raise your prices to hold that scalability. And then just put the traffic in, you know, in the beginning to get you down to the bottom of that funnel. So that's sort of that traditional funnel way and how you would scale that. So you can focus on product sales. And if you're going to go product sales, my biggest recommendation to you is to pick one product and figure out how to sell it. So do everything you need to do and just sell that one product. So first of all, I've said this before, but see if you can sell it before you go through the whole creation process. So the first time, sell it for half of what you'd sell it for. If you know, See if you can get five people to do it, five people to buy it, and then you know create it as you're taking those five people through it. And the reason you do that, and I've seen this pop up in more and more articles lately. I just saw it the other day, but I can't remember where is that you're not spending all this time creating something that might not sell. So you want to make sure that if you're going to invest the time, and this is part of scalability too, because if you can't scale up, if you're constantly creating things that you then can't sell, that isn't a scalable model. What is a scalable model is testing a new idea out and seeing if you can get five people into it, selling them into it, not just getting it for free, but if you can get five people to pay you for it, even if it's a half price of what it's normally going to be because it's the first time, if you can get five people to pay you for it, you can take it through and get successful results. Then what you do is create the system for that. So then you go through and you create a sales page with the copy that works. You create, you make sure that your autoresponder series is set up to sell and you get that system in the machine down because scalability is all about repeatability, right? So when you want to scale your business up, all that you're doing is you're just taking what's repeatable and you're doing more of it. So that's why one product, and this could take you six months, this could take you a year to nail this with one product, to test, you know, okay, what can I sell? Because it might not be what you think it is. Like that might not be what your ideal client's looking for. And it's important to remember that, that you want to serve your ideal client and where they are. So it may take a couple of rounds of testing an idea to see if that is what your ideal client is longing for in this moment. And then testing it out and then running the course if it's a six-week course or whatever it is however it rolls out you know doing the recordings all that six weeks and getting the testimonials and then starting back at the beginning of the sales process 
and figuring out, okay, how do you bring awareness to the fact who you are? And then how do you get, you know, start the engagement by maybe getting their email address and then communicating with them a little bit through an autoresponder and then getting them to invest in themselves with the product that you have. And every step of that has to work and you want it to work in a really good way before you ever think about a second product. Now, it might sound that you're like, oh my gosh, that could take six months or a year. That sounds crazy. I don't want to wait that long. Well, there's ways to speed up things. Being clear is one of them because you get led quicker. If you have money to invest, you can invest in more traffic and quicker to see what's going to work. That's what I do. So if I see something If something looks like it's working, I'll invest a little bit more in it to speed up the process and see if it holds true. So if I invest a certain amount of money for a client or to get a strategy session, that's what I do. And I got one, I'll say, okay, let's see if we can do this again. If we spend the same amount of money two times really fast, can we get the same amount? And to speed up the process rather than waiting another couple weeks, you know, to spend that same amount of money. And that's with Facebook ads. So there's different ways. There's also free ways to do it. But the thing is, is that you have to bring that awareness. You have to be getting people in. And then you have to be getting people to invest in themselves and making that sale if it's a product, especially if it's a product. And it has to be repeatable. Again, scalable means just means repeatable. So once you take the time and energy and you focus on how do I do the best copy? How do I write the best autoresponders? How do I do this? And you get clear on all how all of that works. Then next year, even if it takes you a year to figure that out, the next year you might be able to do a product a month and come up with a really repeatable system, right? But it has to be repeatable in order to be scalable. Because at that point, if it's repeatable, all you just do is, you know, if it costs you a dollar to get a client or it costs you half an hour online commenting on different Facebook groups or whatever it is, however you get clients or going to speak at a meetup. Maybe, you know, if every time you speak at a meetup, you get, you know, someone to buy, you get two people to buy your product. Awesome. Cool. Well, if I speak at four meetups, then I should sell eight in a week, right? And that's how you scale up from there. But the key is that you have to have something that's repeatable, not something that you sold once, not something that you want to sell, but something that you have sold repeatably, especially in in the product sense. This is true for everything, but especially in the product. And if you want to do products, focus on that. Commit to even if this takes me a year, I'm going to do it. Right. Because, again, putting that time up front and getting that clarity, that's part of clarity, too, is knowing what's repeatable so that you can scale it so that you can say, okay, well, awesome. I want to book 20 talks a month because I know that's going to pay all my bills. The model that I like that's really works for me and is scalable for me is going really in depth and serving my clients for a longer period of time. So getting a one year commitment for both of us really allows me to take them to a really deep place. And that's how I've learned to scale my business is that I actually scaled way down. There's only one way to start working with me right now, and that's to do my workshop. And then you can stay on and you can keep working with me for a year. That's it. My Manifest 10K course will be, it's going to be offered once a year now. So that's in November. But, you know, so then there will be that for that month. But otherwise, there's just really one way to work with me. And that's what I found for me to be the best way to scale is to actually take everything really down to the simplest form, because then you can grow it even more. So I hope that this was super helpful. I always love send me an email if you you know, loved it. Cassie at CassieParks.com. And um, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you want me to talk more about any part of the scalability, I would love to hear it. But before we go, I just wanted to share somebody who did send me an email. 
And she said, I recently moved downtown to Chicago to expand my practice, and I'm finally launching my new website today. However, I wanted to let you know that by adding your future self review to my morning meditation ritual, things have already started to manifest faster than expected. And I know it's due to how much more confident I am in the authenticity of my future feelings, visions, and desires. Thank you. So thank you so much, Terry, for sharing that. I appreciate that and for letting me share it with all of our listeners. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you soon from the Enchanted Palace. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com.